Welcome to another episode of the Small YouTuber Podcast. Today, Edward and I are joined by some guy called Jack, which is not me being vague. It is uh, his his channel name. He's been on YouTube creating videos for quite a number of years. He's got around 750 subscribers. And uh, yeah, Jack, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. How How's life? How are things? How are you doing in lockdown? Oh my, how's life at the minute? That's a question, isn't it? Um, it's going all right. It's going all right. I've I've changed my mindset looking at the lockdown. So uh, I'm doing better than I was. Um, I'm being paid furlough from work, so that's fine. And I'm seeing it as the only thing that I have to do at the minute is make YouTube videos and I'm still getting money. So the way I'm trying to look at it to make myself feel better is if YouTube ever becomes a career, this is a trial run of what that will be like. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's a much better way of looking at it, so it's made me feel a lot better about it. Yeah, so, yeah, you're getting essentially just paid for making YouTube videos, which is, you know... Pretty much, It's yeah. the dream. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you've been uploading a fair amount in lockdown. How, is, how has content creation in lockdown been going for you? How's that... Uh, have you found, you know, any ideas that you've had that you wanted to do, but maybe lockdown's restricted? Yeah, very much so. Um... I found I've been finding stuff that I can do in lockdown. I've been having good fun doing the content. Uh, there was one idea that I really, really wanted to do, and I was literally I was setting it up. I still got the papers of where I was planning it out. I was getting people to like join me on it, um, not other YouTubers, just friends, because I didn't want to do it on my own. I really wanted to do an alphabet pub crawl around my hometown. So we start at a bar called the Ale House, and then you move on to the Boar's Head, and then you go to the Centurion, and you have to work your way around 26 pubs following the alphabet in a single day. And I was I was planning it out down to a T, to like the route we was going to take and everything. And then just as I was almost ready to give it a go, lockdown. And I was, everywhere's just shut, and I can't do it, and I'm fuming. So, yeah, that is a bummer. Do you, do you think that you will do that? again when when the pubs open up again in a few months or uh i'd i'd hope so but there's like a lot of the pubs around here are like small and privately owned so i know a lot of them are going to be closing down or rebranding or changing hands or something like that and even just that like renaming them it's going to change everything because the names of the pubs are so important to this it's just going to change everything it's going to be so annoying but i'm still willing to give it a go definitely Right, yeah. Gotta get as many the world's end references in the in that one video as you can. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, um as as a small creator, what what is it like in the, the 2021 uh 2021 YouTube scene? Because, um, I mean you've been making videos since well your current channel was made in twenty sixteen, I think, right? And uh you had another yeah, channel but before it's, that? It's changed a lot. It's I've I've been through a whole bunch of different genres. I actually started off doing a gaming channel, and right. now I can't look back on that because I just hate everything about it. Everything on that channel is set to private. You'll not find anything on there because I just hate everything. Um, and then I started this channel. I started doing like challenges and stuff like that. And then I got bored of doing that and kind of found it a bit cringy. And then I started doing scripted comedy, and then I got bored of that. And then now I'm doing more commentary style, kind of like Will Any sort of stuff, where I just sort of... Stuff like going out and getting drunk and going on adventures, stuff like that. And I'm, I'm really enjoying this. 
Yeah, so have you found that, I mean, obviously you enjoy the stuff that you're doing currently the most, but have you found yeah. in terms of, you know, the metrics, the analytics and the views, has any specific style of content done the best or is that not something you're too worried about? Um, obviously, I do keep an eye on stuff like that and I think this one is doing the best so far. Like, I've seen the most growth and positive feedback from this one. Um, so, yeah, that's... I'm definitely I'm enjoying this more and it's doing better, so it's a win-win. Yeah, win-win definitely. Um, yeah, certainly when you when you look at your most popular videos, they're all that sort of style. Yeah. What was it that made you make the jump to not only a different style of content but a different channel altogether? And why? Because uh, you started out, it was called Jack's World, and then you Don't. changed to some guy called Jack. <laughs> What, when did you make the rebrand it. and why did you decide to rebrand? Um, well, jumping to a new channel altogether was like when I started doing gaming videos, it's because I was a mass massively into gaming. I still am. I just don't make videos on it anymore. Um, I just felt too restricted doing gaming videos. Like I wanted to be able to do more, but because my channel was about gaming, I felt like I couldn't. So that's why I made... I called it a secondary channel where I can do a few extra things and then I just abandoned the gaming channel and this became the main one. Um, and that's why I called it Jack's World, which I just hate. It sounds like a, a, a kid's TV show and it just I hated that name. Um, but the reason I named it that was because it was my world to do anything that I wanted, not just the gaming stuff. It was I could do anything I wanted here. I was doing that for a while. The rebrand came... I took like a year and a half off. Uh, my dad passed away, my mum moved out, my job changed. So I took a year and a half off because I had a lot of changes in my life. Fair enough. Uh, and then I came back to YouTube and I was like, right, I want everything to be different. Because in that year and a half, I looked at the stuff that I used to do and the branding that I used to have and I just hated all of it. So I thought, right, I'm changing everything. Uh, and that's when I became some guy called Jack. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny what, what time does. Yeah, you look back on mm. stuff, you're like, you know what? That needs to go. Because, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Edward and I, we, we've both kind of done a bit of rebranding recently ourselves. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Um, Yours is more I, for, <laughs> for practical reasons. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, did have, I did have a name of Gazed, um, uh, an amalgamation of Gazelle and Ed, <laughs> um, as, which was... An inside joke from a from a lunchtime in year seven. Yeah. Um, so I, I just stu I stuck with that name for about five years until a few weeks ago when I was applying for university and realised that because I use my uh, YouTube email address as, and it's the same email address as my just personal one. So when I'm applying for university, it'll come up with Gazed instead of my actual name. Oh, so no. I was like, no, I'm going to have to use my actual name now. Yeah, fair enough. And I mean, I I have two different emails. I have one for the personal stuff and one for the YouTube side of things. So that's not really a big issue for me. But um, I recently changed from the Aidenator just to Aiden because I felt yeah. like I'd uh, grown out of the Aidenator. It seems. I mean, that yeah. was a nickname that came up from like year four or something that I just didn't change for so many years. And um, it got to the point where yeah, people were like, "Oh, yeah, what's your channel?" And I was like the Aidenator but it, was, it it seemed it seemed childish I know it, it's so iconic yeah. and everybody knows it at this point but it's like 
yeah, I just and and I had people sort of emailing saying hi, the Aidenator, and these were people like asking me to do freelance filmmaking for them, and it just didn't seem professional enough. So that's yeah. uh, that's why I decided to make that change. But yeah, we we've talked about rebranding channels in the past. I think possibly with <laughs> with our Tim in uh, a previous episode. Maybe. Um. So yeah, it is something. I mean, most people go through some form of rebranding at some point in their their YouTube career, often early on. Um, but yeah. yeah, interesting to see that uh, you also decide. No that. one, no one makes something amazing straight out of the gate, do they? I've got a yeah. friend who mm-hmm. was. I met him at VidCon, and he does a lot of live streams, and he's been planning on setting up his YouTube channel for ages, and he has finally done it eventually. But he was telling me that like, oh, I I I really want to set one up, but I'm just. I'm so nervous about my first video. I'm such a perfectionist. I want it to be amazing. I want it to be great. And I just said to him, you've just got to do it because regardless of how much time you spend thinking about it, you'll upload that video. You'll think, yeah, it's great. And then six months down the line, you'll hate it. I can guarantee it. I can almost guarantee it. But you'll always, at some point, look back at the first thing that you did and hate it. I don't think you should spend too much time worrying about your first video it's not going to mean that much further down the line. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah that's be, just my opinion. Very hard push to find a big YouTuber who thinks their first video is good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, the curve hard push indeed. Is, is a very steep any, point from the first video. Any, any yeah. big YouTuber, if you flip their channel upside down and look at their oldest videos, I can guarantee that that is not the first video they ever uploaded. No, no, 100%. Yeah, Most usually they have like, entire other channels as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you mentioned VidCon there. Um, you've made quite a few videos of your time at VidCon. Um, are there any particular highlights and lowlights that stand out to you? Uh-huh. And would you recommend going to it? Because I've, I've considered going to VidCon I absolutely before, would. But, oh, my um, God. I absolutely would. It is... I've been twice, and it's two of the best weekends of my life. Like, I get anxious traveling to places that I don't know. So, like, I was... Uh, changing in Birmingham to get to London and I was freaking out whilst I was in but for the 10 minutes that I was in Birmingham I'm in a big city I don't know it I'm here on my own I was panicking Um, when I got to VidCon for the second time I felt like I'd gone home because it was just so familiar the atmosphere is so positive and it's just it's really good to be in a space with a load of people who know and enjoy the same stuff that you do because in like in a group of friends yeah, you'll make you'll make friends through doing YouTube that you can talk to about stuff. But in a group of friends, you might be the only one who is a YouTuber or a creator. So if you talk about it, you feel like you're boring everyone a little bit. But you can literally just walk up to a group of people and start talking to them about YouTube. And it's just the best atmosphere. And as for highlights, the second night of VidCon is always the creator party. So if you spend a bit extra and get the creator pass you get access to the creator party where there is A, free booze, which in London you don't turn your nose up at, um, and B, everyone just sort of relaxes more and just has a good time. They stop talking about YouTube and just, you make a load of friends. And I've got friends that I am close to to this day, so definitely recommend it. It's, bra- it's brilliant. Yeah, well, maybe Sounds when uh, yeah, maybe when things start opening up again, if VidCon well... yeah, returns <laughs> to the extent that it, it once was, um, we'll uh, we'll have to meet you there some sometime if you yeah, choose yeah. to go again. Because um, yeah, I've considered it for years, but I've I've never made that jump. And same with um, some other YouTube conventions like Summer in the City and stuff like that. It's always I've 
apparently apparently they're still going ahead with that in July, which really? I think is a bit ambitious. Like they've got full plans for it. Wow. That would be yeah, tricky, especially if things don't go quite to the government's plan and they have to extend the lockdown yeah. and then they've just wasted everyone's time. Um, but even, also, even if they end the lockdown, though, going straight into a convention like that where everyone's going to be packed in—that's yeah—that's it's the <laughs> ultimate super spreader event, really. Yeah. Well, there's loads of festivals going ahead in the summer as well. Yeah. So, course, uh, most pretty much all festivals are sold out already. People can't wait to get out <laughs> and party, <laughs> can they? Um, another question I had about you at, at VidCon is uh, you and you and Bambino Becky. Um, <laughs> on a scale of one to Bezzy mates, how would you describe your relationship with Bambino <laughs> Becky? Um, well, I mean, she follows me on Twitter. She commented on some of my videos. We're not like chatty pals or anything like that as much as I would like to be. Um, there's a part of the back of my mind saying that she was just being nice to me, but I, I try and like say no because she mentioned she knew me as soon as I saw her. Like, there was a big crowd of people like trying to get pictures and stuff with her. And when I eventually got to the front of that crowd, she took one look at me and went, I know you. So yeah, I didn't say anything to her before she recognized me. So I'm trying to like tell myself that, you know, you, you left an impression, you left an impression, but who knows? It, it's hard to say for that weekend. We were busy mates. We were, we were doing shots and getting drinks and it was great fun, but I'm not allowed to talk to her anymore. Cause my friends make fun of me. Because I mention her all the time. Oh, do you remember that time I saw Bambino Becky? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I'd, I'd mention it all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. why wouldn't you? Um, yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah, it's pretty unusual for, um, you know, creators of our size to have, to have you know, mm. creators of that size watching our stuff. So that's... Uh, mm. That's a, and just you know you you'd never sent your videos in DMs to her or anything. Just like any, she no, was no, organic. Um, she... Yeah, yeah, she has. She's seen a couple of them. Um, I think the way she found me was I did send her one video that I made a joke about her in. I thought on the off chance right. that she might find it funny. Um, and I think that's what she saw it from. And then she's seen a few of them. And uh, she's she said to some of her, like Callum Markey was there, who's, who's good friends with her. Uh, she said to him, oh, yeah, it's this guy. I sent you some of his videos. And I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? Wow. And, yeah. <laughs> I sent I sent her a DM. She was in the same. She was in she was in the same bar. I'd already met her once actually at VidCon, um, but then we went to a bar that night and we were just having a couple of drinks. And I looked over and she was sat at a table with some of her friends. And I didn't want to go over again because I'd seem like a bit of a psycho. So I just sent her a DM on Twitter saying shots, and she just messaged me back going, "Go on then." So we went and got uh, <laughs> we went and got shots. <laughs> wow, that is that's that's that's, that's quite cool. Um, yeah, so that was that was definitely the highlight of the second VidCon. On a completely different train of thought, um, mm. you've made quite a few videos roasting small channels. I thought <laughs> uh, you can probably see yes. where this is going. Yes. Um, to put you to the test, uh, do your best at roasting us. <laughs> right now. <laughs> it, well, if you know our channels, if you have, uh, you know, looked as you've got some material to work with. Um, I don't want to necessarily put you on the spot if you are. I am. I'm very much on the spot. I'm very much on the spot. Behind the scenes, look those those videos aren't as spontaneous as they appear. I'm I'm exposing myself here. Yeah, um, that's fair enough. What I 
what I do is I watch the because the people volunteer their channels. Yeah. I flip them upside down and look at their old content, which it ties into what I was saying earlier is that everyone's initial first content isn't going to be great, and that's the whole point of the roast is to look Very at how roastable. far you've come laugh at how bad you used to be and it's meant to be like a positive thing of ha look at that i'm so much better now it's meant to be a good thing um but what i normally do is i watch the videos i make notes and then i record it later on yeah yeah, it's yeah. not it's not as like an instantaneous reaction fair enough well um, next time you do one uh, you are welcome to roast myself and Edward. Okay. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll volunteer myself as well. Okay, there you go. Cool. Free material. <laughs> There's plenty of stuff that is uh, very. Well, one one of those roasts actually went up yesterday, so there's a bit of a yeah. Of a I watched it. As did I. Yeah. Oh, very thank good. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I think you're based in sort of the general Manchester area. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. 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 So we yeah. are as well. And um, you've made yeah. a few videos, you know, meeting up with other Manchester-based-ish creators. Um, how did you find them? How did you get in touch with them? And are you still in touch with them? That was like three or four years ago now, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Yeah. You've you've really done your research. Done your research, yeah. <laughs> um, it, was, it was a Facebook group for local Manchester-based creators. All right. And... Um, I'm still in touch with them in terms of I have them on social media. Uh, I don't talk to them as much as I used to, unfortunately. I think we kind of grew apart because we all do very different types of content. Um, There were four of us who met up. There was Dominic, who I don't think he uploads really anything anymore. Uh, There was Val, who does like arts and crafts kind of thing. And there was Abdin, who he mainly focuses on acting kind of stuff now, where I've gone down the comedy entertainment route. So it's four very different channels. We don't really... There's not much crossover between us all. Um, But we were just excited to meet other YouTubers in a local space. So that was good for that. Um, I do keep meaning to get back in touch with them. Because they are... Like, despite them having completely different content, they're all really great people. So I do keep meaning to get back in touch with them. Yeah, it, it's hard to get that sort of uh, that connection with other small channels because, you know, they're mm. small, they're hard to find. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, a Facebook group is a pretty good way of doing that, especially by, by location. Do you guys find that as creators in Manchester, the majority of UK-based creators are more down south, like in London yeah. sort yeah. of place? It's very annoying, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Mm. Yeah. And half the ones that, half the big ones in the north, then just move south because yeah. it's yeah. Uh, beneficial for their for their careers. Yeah. To be yeah. And I, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. It's similar no, to like can't. all the American YouTubers. As soon as they go big, they just move to LA because that's where all the YouTubers yeah. are. So yeah. you just go yeah. where the you just go where the party is, really, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much makes it easier for collabs and stuff. Having said that, I did. I'm in a WhatsApp group with a load of people from VidCon, um, and we were talking about how even though VidCon's not happening this year, we should all still meet up and just go out when we can, because it'll be 150 quid cheaper without the VidCon ticket. Yeah. Um, and I was th- like, everyone was talking because the ma- the vast majority of those are in not in London but close to London in that sort of area. So they were talking about meeting up there. And I thought with even without the VidCon ticket, I'm still going to have to look at transport, accommodation, and just the prices of drinks are ridiculous in London. So oh, I was yeah. I was worried that I might have to miss out on it. And I thought just as a 
a random thing. I'll throw out who wants a night out in Manchester. And they all went for it, and I couldn't believe it. So no, we're, we're, I think I'm, I think I volunteered myself for a house party, and then we're having a night out in Manchester when everything opens back up. Big wow. YouTube house party, which is going to be fun. Yeah, sounds brilliant. So, good idea. Yeah, you, you guys are welcome to come along. You guys are welcome to come along if you want. The more creators, the better. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, send us the uh, the details if it does end up happening. That would be yeah, yeah, yeah definitely will great. do. I definitely will do. Um, I've got I've got some it. other friends, some other local friends who were like, oh yeah, do you mind if we come as well? And I was like, you can, but you don't like being on camera, and you're going to be in a house full of YouTubers. So <laughs> just be aware of that. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. one definite thing to consider. Um, so. You've you said in a, in a few videos that you've studied um, you know media GCSE film studies at college and mm-hmm. uh, you did a year of university film production. Um, mm-hmm. How do you value studying film in an academic sense versus just teaching yourself self-taught stuff on using YouTube tutorials and then just making your own videos? It's hard to say because I used to do, before I did all of that, I used to do a lot of acting, a lot of stage stuff. I was on a few minor roles on TV. And then as I went into college and university, I started getting more into the behind the camera side of it, uh, doing the, the film production and stuff like that. That helped me with, it first got me into it, <clears throat> uh, gave me a few basics of editing and stuff like that. And uh, just pretty much just learning how to use a camera really um the more academic side of it is about filmmaking which is kind of different from doing youtube especially the content that i do if i was making short films then it would help um but i think the kind of content that i do the academic side of filmmaking doesn't really feed into that much so i think the main thing it did was show me how much i like it on both sides of the camera yeah. Um, which is why YouTube is the perfect thing because I get to do everything myself. I'm something of a control freak. I'm not good with group work, but don't tell any potential employers that. <laughs> yeah, film school is something that is always um, the people have always said. Oh, why don't you go to film school? Because you know, pe- if people are interested in filmmaking, generally the common consensus is, oh, you you need to go to film school. That's mm. the general way of doing things. But I feel like, especially in the modern era, film school isn't really needed to get into the film industry or to you know yeah. do stuff on youtube yeah particularly video editing itself in everything everything i do like say aside from the basics which i learned at college um the majority of the things that i know how to do are self-taught and it's literally just you've got your video on the screen you just click things and you've got something in mind that you want to happen and if you make it happen great now you know how to do it and if you make something better happen, well, then now you know how to do that as well. And if something bad happens, you just undo it. It's, you just play around with it until something cool happens. And then you just make a note of what you just did to make that happen. Yeah. Edward, what do you think about film school? I've never really... Yeah, I, I don't think um w- wouldn't be for me. Um, I think if, if you're wanting to go into a job, they don't really look for it, as far as I'm aware, as long as you just got a good portfolio with a lot of good... Um, you just go out and make your own stuff and then show it to them and if it's good they'll let you in uh, and they, they don't really look at your qualifications is my understanding of it but um, I could be wrong Portfolios are really just as important if not more so than academic qualifications because yeah as if you can apply it on a set It's the same as any job that they want experience more than qualifications 
Because if you can show that you can do it, they don't care that someone has said that you can do it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's tricky, and I think film schools, yeah, they they want it to make it seem like you need to go there to get anywhere in in film, but in reality, it's not necessarily the uh, the way forward these days. It may have been the case that it was very necessary, you know, twenty thirty years ago. I mean, Aidan, your BFI thing was sort of a film school. Kind in that you of. went to it and you were being taught how to make films. Yeah, so I did. Um, I did the BFI film academy at home in Manchester um, in 2019, and yeah, it was kind of film school, but there, there wasn't much theory in it. It was more rather than you know film studies A level, which is you watch a film, you write an essay on it. It was more. A, it was kind of like a BTEC in a way. It was very practical. Like, okay, so these two weeks we're going to write it. These two weeks we're going to film it. These two weeks we're going to edit it. And then we're going to have a, a screening at home cinema. So it was very much less, you know, the academic side of filmmaking and more the practical side. So, yeah, it was kind of film schooly, But, I mean, we led the whole thing. It was all our ideas. It was, we filmed it. We directed it. So it was less taught and more just supported by the adults who were there. Yeah, fair enough. Jack, who are some of your favourite creators on YouTube? Who, big or small, um, who are the ones who, yeah, inspire you? Well, obviously, Bambino Becky. Got to bring her up again. Hey, Um, shout out. I'm not just saying that because I met her. I'm saying, like, that was, I thought that before I even met her. The fact that I met her blew my mind. Um... There's a channel called... This is weird, this, because I'm not usually into gaming kind of things, which is weird because I'm a massive gamer and I used to have a gaming channel. Um, But there's a channel called RKG, which I don't know if any of you guys are aware of those. I think I've heard heard the name, but yeah, I know nothing about it. They started off with IGN. Um, They were doing like a Dark Souls series for IGN and they eventually branched out on their own. And again, I've met those three guys at VidCon and they were all amazing. Um, so yeah, there's those three. I love those. Uh, Will any big fan of him? Uh, I'm Alex. Yeah. That sort of that sort of thing. The E boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we went to see uh, the the Twatty Live tour. Did you? Of course. Yeah, we um, did. In, in Manchester, which in was Manchester. which was brilliant. Nice. So yeah, we're we're fans as well. Stephen tries. Yes, um, I love Stephen. Punched you in the face. Oh no, you punched him in the face. That's right. <laughs> yes, Wait, I what? did. He did. No, I, I, it was I, for I, a I, thumbnail right yeah okay. i pretended to punch him in the face for right, a thumbnail okay. and i got will um, any to look like he was punching me in the face for a thumbnail okay okay um, it was it was a horrible experience oh, it was um, very it was unbearably awkward um especially cringy because i had to go after you and you just insulted them both their faces a couple times <laughs> um uh, and then I had to go after and and ask, oh yeah, can you can I pretend to punch you for for a thumbnail? <laughs> it was I I did not enjoy. The, I'd say Aiden, you ruined that experience for me. I um, I, I do apologise, but my video is on eleven thousand views, so I can't complain. <laughs> well, go, it was worth it. <laughs> well, I can't complain. Yeah, totally worth it. And St- Stephen tries in a second channel video reacted to it um, fairly negatively. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he kind of slated me. Um, but hey, I was in a Stephen Tries second channel video. That's so you know, that's all you need. That's all you need. That's all I need. Put that on the old. He TV. cut me out, luckily. <laughs> he did. He did cut you out. You he kept James in and called him a plum. He even did. though James, James hadn't done anything. Oh, lovely stuff. Um, 
you've mentioned that you did some small TV roles as a kid. How how did they come about, and what what were they for? Uh, just from doing drama. I I did drama at school, and then I joined a outside group, sort of. It was called a Will and Away. I was like an amateur dramatics group. Uh, the guy who ran it used to be married to a woman who was a talent agent, uh, and she snapped me up and sent me on a few Maybe. different auditions. It was it was pretty good. One of them is on YouTube of me when I was about oh. 11. It was a short film that won a few awards, um, and I'm in it for about 30 seconds, and I'm about 11, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, yeah, you don't have to... Uh tell us what that is i'm not going to <laughs> it's a, a source of embarrassment that's uh yeah fair enough um yeah again on a completely different train of thought um f- as, as tools for small creators how do you find how useful do you find things like tube buddy vid iq and the social blade whatever they've got out there there's loads of them now how useful do you find those in terms of actually growing your channel and helping you to tag them um I ne- I've never used Social Blade. That's one that I've just never no. branched out to. Uh, I've got TubeBuddy installed, uh, and it's kind of helpful with sort of pointing out this is what you could be doing better, and when you're um, when you're in the upload screen of a video and you're putting stuff in, it will look at your tags and then give you suggested tags as well, uh, which is pretty useful. Um, VidIQ is something that I signed up to but never used, and the only reason I signed up to it was because they had a stall at VidCon that was giving out these. Well, I mean, if that's not a reason to sign up... I, I know, I just wanted the free stuff. I just wanted the free stuff. That's the other thing about VidCon. It's like it's like a career's fair. There's a lot of free stuff everywhere. I got an umbrella at one place. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> that's. Uh, yeah, I, I remember generous. I went to a UCAS thing about a year ago, um, and the amount of free stuff I got just from putting my name down for uh, to be emailed... I just put put a, a secondary email address and then down. Um, it's like, oh yeah, email me. Uh, and then you just get loads of free yeah. stuff. It's brilliant. I also got, this is yeah. from vidIQ. It is, I'm showing it to my camera. It's a phone tripod that you're currently in. High quality. I it's know. Yeah, and I, I got it absolutely free. They're just, wow. How can they afford to, <laughs> how is that a, a good business model? Because <laughs> you sign up to them, and a few people might actually stick with them once they've signed up with them. I suppose <laughs> they've, they've done the maths, and I guess it works out. But wow, that's uh, yeah, well worth it. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> 150 quid worth of free stuff—you get your money's worth. I mean, you've you you yourself, Aiden, have received a lot of free stuff um, over the years. Yeah, free free products. Less so from stalls at events, more so from yeah. small Chinese technology companies who want <laughs> reviews. <laughs> um, most of which I immediately send back after they've uh, paid me back and reimbursed me for the product once I've bought it. Uh, but that that may be why they don't email me anymore. Because <laughs> I've cost them so much money. Is that uh, is that not risky if you agree to do like a sponsor thing or a, a review kind of thing and they say, oh yeah, if you buy it, we'll reimburse you the money. Is that not a bit risky? Uh, a little bit, yeah. You've, you've got to sort of take that leap of faith. But once I'd done it the first time and they actually, you know, went through with it, um, mm. it was, and they kept emailing me after that for a while, um, I was I know I was in fairly safe hands. And yeah, the, the, pro- the process was that 
Um, they'd send me the, the Amazon link to buy their specific product. I would buy it. They'd send me PayPal the cost of the product minus shipping. Um, I'd make the review. And then after they were happy with the review video and review on Amazon and everything, I'd just return it to Amazon. So I would therefore make the amount of money that the product oh, cost. Oh, you would profit. get the refund and the reimbursement. <laughs> yes. So essentially I'd be getting the product for free and then they'd be paying me however much the product cost. Um, so yeah, that worked for a while, but eventually I think they twigged what was going on <laughs> and stopped emailing me. So, uh, oh well, it was... I mean, the products that were good. I had no fault with the products, but I just, I would never use them because, I mean, they sent me like shotgun mics, which I already had, or lav mics, which actually, no, I did keep one lav mic, but again, I've got other lav mics. So um, I just didn't have a use for them. But yeah, I mean, I had no fault with the products. Um, anyway, my, my final question, I don't know if Edward, you might have a few more. Uh, my final question is that, you made a video in 2016, so five years ago, where you set goals for five years' time. Um, Did I? And yeah, I thought it, this was a very <laughs> convenient time and place to uh, review said goals because you said that in five years' time you wished you would still be doing YouTube, which yes! obviously you, you still are. Um, you thought that you, you'd like to not be bored of doing YouTube. I'm very much not. I think I would be bored of doing YouTube if I was still doing what I was doing five years ago. Okay. Yeah. And um, you hope, well, yeah, another one was that you hope you'd be having fun. So, yeah, you seem to be. And uh, the last one was that you hoped you could make YouTube a job, which, as you mentioned at the start, Mm -hmm. kind of. (laughs) Do you know what? Yeah, I'll take that. Mm. I'll take that. And yeah, as you're of, getting indirectly of, paid for making YouTube videos. As of last week, I officially have my first two Patreons, so... Yeah. Ah, Patreons. Yes. So, talk to me about, about why you thought to do Patreon. What, what was the, uh, the thought process behind that, and how do you see that going? My thought process behind it was, what have I got to lose? Even if no one signs up to it, I've not lost anything. You don't pay to set one up or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just, I set one up. I set one up about a year and a half ago and didn't put anything on it. I was just like, just give me money for no reason. And then a few weeks ago, I actually put some tiers on it. I started putting, I'm nowhere near organized enough to do early access, which a lot of Patreon tiers do. There's two reasons that I don't do it. One, I'm not organized enough. I finish editing a video the night before it needs to be uploaded. So there's no way that I could do... The only early access I could do would be like a couple of hours. So there's just no point. And two, I don't see the point of early access Patreon anyway. Because it's only good once, the way I see it. Because I upload on a Friday. And if I go early access, you get it on a Wednesday instead. You're still waiting seven days for the next one. It's still going to only be the next Wednesday. So now instead of waiting Friday to Friday, you're waiting Wednesday to Wednesday. So you've only got it early once. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. I guess is for for like a, a a huge creator, them doing that might be worth it because then those those people yeah. who get it early can brag about yeah, it to I, their I've friends. I've seen it before. You, I've, yeah, yeah. I've 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 seen the new PewDiePie video. You haven't. Um, yeah, I get that. No, that was just an example yeah, of a big YouTuber. Um. So what I do instead for my Patreon is. Because whenever I make a video, especially I'm making a video with someone else, 
I end up with like over an hour of footage that has just been left on the cutting room floor. Uh, and it's the stuff that either there was no place for it in the video or um, it's like it just it, it made like the video. I want to keep the videos around 10 minutes. So some bits just have to come out anyway. Or there are times where something is said that is just I can't put it on YouTube. Um, so all of that can go on my Patreon. And if anyone wants to pay a bit to help support the channel, then you can see a load of bonus stuff. And the person who is paying that tier, uh, he posted in my Discord server that it's definitely well worth it. And even though it's only £5 a month, like it's not going to pay any bills. It's not enough to be a job yet. If nothing else, it's a confidence boost. It's an extra £5 a month that I can, you know, that's yeah, yeah. a cup of coffee or something. Um, but if nothing else, it's a massive confidence booster that someone is paying money to see my content and saying it's worth it. That's yeah, mind-blowing to me. Yeah, considering, you know, you've got 750 subscribers, to have, you know, a Patreon or two already is, is a very good... Uh, uh, ratio, I guess, because I think even the big channels would uh, one in seven hundred and fifty people would be a huge number of mm. patrons for a lot of people. So I think yeah, you, yeah. you've done very well there. And I'd I'd be very surprised if I got any. Yeah, me too. Well, I mean, I I I don't upload, which well, might that's... be. Bit, bit different for me. Yeah, uh, and aren't aren't all the people who comment on your videos like Hungarian or something? <laughs> I mean, um, not all of them. <laughs> I, I, I actually I think it was just one Hungar one just one very persistent <laughs> Hungarian one. guy as opposed to lots. <laughs> okay, uh, my mistake. Uh, yeah, so yeah, you've got it's it's a it's a sign of a very you know loyal set of people who who watch your videos, and I think that's that. Yeah, it's very it's, promising. It's definitely and it's a, it's a good sign. I'm taking it as a positive, very much so. <laughs> yeah, and I mean a pound is a thousand views worth of ad revenue, give or take. So. Uh, even one pound is, you know, a couple of well-performing videos worth of views. And mm. considering your channel, I mean, you haven't even got a thousand subscribers, so you aren't monetized. That's huge, really. Mm. Mm. Like, because I tell you what I keep thinking is I'm hopefully going to hit a thousand subscribers this year. I'm really like knuckling down and working on it. And hopefully I'm going to hit a thousand subscribers this year. That would be the goal. Um, if I could... I keep thinking one pound a month is nothing. And if I got a thousand subscribers and all of those subscribers donated one pound a month, I could quit my job. That's crazy. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. that's just a random yeah. thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, small amounts in yeah. large numbers add up. So, so it, it's very much um, possible to make a, a career out of it, even with the post-adpocalypse world where YouTube doesn't really pay out anymore anyway. Yeah, you have to be getting a lot of views and a lot of long watch time views to be able to even, yeah. You also you also have to play it very safe because, like, I mean, you've seen a couple of my videos. I would very much have to dial myself yeah. back to have any hope of getting monetized. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the algorithm doesn't uh, like that. I think especially <laughs> you're uploading content onto adult websites, that probably would get that, flagged. Yeah, that would that wouldn't swiftly. <laughs> yeah. I had I had a question about that actually. Um because yeah, um I mean Aiden just sent me your channel a, a couple of days ago, so I've not had too much time to to look through it. But yeah, that one did did stand out <laughs> as I was scrolling through. Yeah. Um and I was I was wondering, do do you how frequently do you check on, on how that's I doing? Don't. Is it, is I don't I don't anymore. Up? 
I don't anymore. <laughs> do you know? Do you know when the last time you checked was, and how how was it doing? Um, oh, I don't know when the last time I checked was. Uh, probably not long after I made the video. Um, yeah. Right. Okay. And it was at about six thousand. One of the videos was about six thousand views. Six thousand. <laughs> and like that forty, so it had like it had like forty dislikes yeah. on it as well. And I was like, people aren't happy. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I, I assume you weren't expecting um, a brilliant reception. No, no, <laughs> no. I, I really wanted more comments. That's what I wanted. Yeah. No, that, that would have been very funny. Yeah, because yeah. likes and dislikes are harder to react to than, mm. uh, than comments. But yeah, I but thought the, the, guy, the guy you knew. That, who, who found oh it. my I mean, god, that, was, that broke that me. So <laughs> it absolutely broke me. Seven years I've not spoken to that guy. And he just went on Pornhub yeah. for his own purposes and found me. And I just find that brilliant. <laughs> I've, I've, I've forgotten. Was it was it the the impressions video? That, um, that he he, found? he said he said he was just wondering if I'm okay because he didn't expect me to be uploading YouTube drama. Uh, I don't know which one right. YouTube drama would be because. Based on what you call the videos, you've got to ask serious questions about what he's searching. Mm. Yeah. How he how yes. found that. <laughs> yes. I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> even for it to Slightly be in his, even for it to be in his recommended, you've got to ask some questions about what his history is. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think of yeah, that. Actually, any any person... Yeah, any person who's watched that video, <laughs> you, you've got to ask questions. But I don't, I don't think my face was in any of the thumbnails either. So not only did it pop up in his recommended, he must have clicked on it to see that it was me. Yeah. Oh, I didn't consider any of this. That's things that I don't want to know about <laughs> my friends. <laughs> you're gonna have to uh, have some serious I was, words. I was, I was, yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna have to message him about. No, nah, I think maybe, I think I think some things are better left unsaid. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you you mentioned you want to have uh, a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. Have you got any other goals for for 2021? Just to see people again. <laughs> that yeah. was that was such a somber. Nice. I meant I meant yeah, in terms of YouTubers, like specifically. Just to be happy, I'm, you know. <laughs> I meant specifically YouTubers, like YouTube friends, yeah, like this house yeah. party that I mentioned. But I mean, I guess it extends to everything. Anyone. Yeah, the <laughs> entire world. Uh, Just to be able to yeah. meet up with other YouTubers again would be a good goal for this year. Yeah, well, let us know yeah. if that house party's going on. I definitely uh, will. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. And uh, actually, yeah, saying about that, we, we arranged with our Tim in the previous episode to go to like one of his car events, didn't, mm. <laughs> didn't we? I wonder if those yeah, are going to take yeah. place again. I have to send him a message. Uh, but anyway, yeah. um, that's that's about it from our end, Jack. So thank you very much for participating. I think no it's been pretty much bang on an hour. So that's very good, natural time to end. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any questions for us before we sign off? Not, not off the top of my head. <laughs> Well, fair enough. And if you, uh, yeah, if you do, then you can put them in a, a future roasting small channels uh, video. I, yes, which, yes. As I said, you're you've you've to signed up to it now. There's no going back. Yeah. There's a verbal contract. Yeah. We've got it on camera. Yeah. It's binding. <laughs> yeah. Please. I'll have to go through all my old videos and take out any of the worst offenders. No, no, no. You can't do that. Oh no. That's that's that's, that's oh, not even true. No. Again. 
Okay, I, I, I won't. I won't touch I actually, it. I, won't touch I think, it. I think, I think I did. Uh, I think I went through fairly recently did and got through. Yeah, <laughs> got rid of uh, quite quite a few of the 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 seriously bad ones. The Agario gameplay episode three twenty four. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there are any Agario oh, videos anymore. Thank, thank, thank goodness. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I went through a, a, a similar sort of um, path uh, as you, uh, Jack. Yeah. So you know, I start, started off with the gaming videos, which um, yeah, are, are all... You, you won't find any of them <laughs> no. anymore. They're all, all long since privated. Um, and then I was going to say, and then I, I started doing sort of more uh, real-life ones that I just don't really upload anymore. <laughs> you get burnt out, don't you? If you do it for too long, you get burnt out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's uh, other things come up, A levels and stuff like that, are slightly more important than uploading. Once we can start meeting up more, definitely, um, yeah, 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 a, a lot more. But cause the, the first lockdown, we sort of we we went a bit ham with it. Started, we were we were making lots and lots of videos um, just uh, on on oh, Discord to each other, yeah. and yeah, did done none of that this this lockdown. Um, it's been too busy. I guess because yeah. it's uh, yeah more pressing time as far as well the lack of exams and uh, school stuff and everything so yeah difficult to say but yeah I, I, when things come back up again I think more more content will be made especially on the ten minute trips front which if you've not had a look at Jack I uh, <laughs> I'd recommend I'll have a scroll um, through but yeah that's that's about it so thanks Jack for. Uh, for your application and thanks for being willing to to join the podcast it's been no problem thank uh, you for having me yeah great stuff to have you on and if you anybody watching would also like to be a uh, a part of the podcast there's you know the same google form that jack filled out is in the description so fill that in um subscribe to jack help him on his his goal of a thousand thank you uh by the end of 2021 and to me edward if you feel like it (laughs) and uh (laughs) We'll, if you uh, feel like it, if you feel like it. See you whenever we next upload, whenever that may be. <laughs> oh.